I never, I, then I just ran out of time to, to fuck with it too much. And yeah, well, when you're working two jobs simultaneously, yeah, that doesn't help the cause. But yeah, if you, if you want, if you, uh, troubleshoot that at all, let me know. Yeah. Um, I, again, it's been a while since DJ tripped over mine and <laughs> broke it. <laughs> I wouldn't oh, mind because I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actively, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil this and I'm not going to talk about it today because I, I want to get further along, but I'm playing Panzer Dragoon Saga, you know, and Ooh. like I would, wouldn't mind getting some sort of footage off of that for certain moments, yeah. but you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's exciting. Even just to hear about that, we're all digging it. Well, digging into John's resolution on our own time. I know he's got to do yours it. right away. He needs I know. to do it. Have you been still playing? No, I stopped. Even though I, I, didn't I haven't want to. I know I haven't played since either. I was like, I don't want to keep playing because then I'm gonna probably like. I, then I'm gonna feel like I forced John to play yes, it immediately. Exactly. And I was like, I'll I'll let him like I'll give him a little time, but I I might nudge him every once in a while. Exactly. Everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name is Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hey, folks. And we are back, as always, to talk about some video games. And uh, as I, not as always, but as sometimes you're stuck with just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, John's been uh, I guess you and you and John both have been super busy with work. I've yeah. actually been tossing my foot back into the ring, applying for jobs lately. And uh, since that, you know, I've taught, I think I've, I, I guess I don't, did I ever mention the pain program on the podcast? I, it probably I'm came up sure on the, if you have on the podcast, hmm. I was going to, I, you know, I've been dealing with some ongoing pain issues ever since, uh, having a hernia surgery a few years back and, yeah. um, kind of had really kind of put, I think I had mentioned, yeah, I know I've mentioned on the podcast a few times, like, Hey, we're not really doing streaming anymore. Yeah. Cause like, I've just been focusing on my uh, recovery and whatnot a little more. And thankfully that's been going pretty well. And yeah. because of that, I've been applying for some more jobs. And then in my downtime, when I'm just kind of waiting to hear back after, you know, you can only send out so many emails <laughs> in a day where you're like, okay, I have a, like, it only takes so long to send out applications, but it's like, okay, I've spent like two hours sending out applications, but I've sent like 30 job applications out today. Like, oh, I don't, yeah. I'm not going to spend eight hours doing this today. So I end up <laughs> I've actually, yeah, exactly. It's just like overload. You yes. know, I, I've honestly like I'll like get replies back sometimes or responses back. And I'm like, what, what is this job again? <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. it's it's yeah, it's inevitable. Been it's been there, a little, done that. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, after a couple hours of uh, applying for jobs in the morning, I've been kind of hopping on and like streaming some games that like kind of taking like first looks or like the other day I mentioned on a save it for the cast episode. I played like some Super Mario World. I've been trying to do a uh, yeah. run of Super Mario World with none, none of the switch palaces. And, t- I'm, you know, I want to get all 96 exits, so I'll do them at the very end. But have you ever done on- that before? I've started it before, but I've never gone the full distance. Yeah, I'm, I'm currently halfway through. I beat like the fourth castle and left it off. Or you know what? Now that I think about it, I can't remember if I beat that level with Kamek. You know, that level is so frustrating. <laughs> that le- that fourth castle in Super Mario World with Kamek and then uh, um, the one, uh, the female Koopa Kid. Oh, um, I forget her name. Oh, I forget boy. her name. Oh, I'm boy. drawing a total blank on that. Wendy. That um, Wendy. 
But uh, that's one of the tougher boss battles and for one of the tougher just levels in general in the game. But I got like up to that point. Um, that was actually a really fun stream. I was that was a later at night. So I nice. was like drinking some wine. The nice. developer of Renane was hanging out in the stream, which is one of my most anticipated games. So I was like nervous half the time playing, but um, really fun to just kind of romp through that game. Like and, and it's honestly it's been long enough. I wasn't even expecting to talk about Super Mario World right now, but <laughs> it's always it's been long enough since Super Mario World. Exactly. Exactly. But it had been long enough like it's one of those games I play so often that like everything's kind of I just have it memorized. So I don't know if it's just the combination of not doing the switch palaces. Yeah. Is like just enough to shake things up. Yeah. And like on top of that, it being maybe a little longer since I've played it uh, last than than it usually is, right. I guess. <laughs> um, that like I'm forgetting where the secrets are, where like some of I, oh, I don't know. That's it's sweet. Yeah. It's not like immediate like. I don't feel like I'm going through the motions. I feel like I'm kind of going on the adventure again a oh, little bit. Oh, that feels you know? good. Yeah, it's it's a good feeling. It's yes, a good it feeling. is. And uh, yeah, I, I guess like feeding off of that good feeling I've been getting while doing some of those yeah. streams. I've been, like I said, doing some like first looks on some games. And uh, one of the games that I've had my eye on for a really long time, I feel like it was one of the first like game accounts I followed when I first made the Pursuing Pixels Twitter account. Yeah, uh, it's called Please Touch the Artwork. And the developer is Thomas Waterzui, which okay. is one of the greatest names I've mm-hmm. <laughs> ever heard. Um, and I uh, it's Studio Waterzui as well. But basically, it's this game that pretty much uses the the primary colors it's like really it just pops off the screen you know it's got the red blue and uh uh yellow and then obviously white and black also Mm -hmm. um but it really has that kind of like uh i'm trying to think of the artist is it might be frank lloyd Wright. like it kind of has a little bit of that look where everything's like geometric and okay yeah just really like uh you know really linear everything Mm -hmm. but for the most part again like the the play on words or whatever please touch the artwork uh (laughs) you basically play this game and like kind of like I talked about in our uh, holiday episode I've been enjoying playing some like more relaxing games that are controlled with the cursor with your mouse and I've just been like kicking back on the recliner and yeah I did a stream of this one today and ended up playing through the majority of the game it's kind of broken up into three different like art exhibits that are like three different types of puzzles if you will okay and like the first one is uh I actually forget what they're called, but you essentially get like these like Frank Lloyd Wright type like square designs and there'll be one on the left and then you're trying to match that design on the right and you basically just click and touch the panels and you start off with just one color at a time. I forget what order they introduce them in, but it's like red and then red and yellow and then red, yellow and blue and it'll like cycle through those colors. Okay. Uh, So like it'll start on yellow, let's say, and like so whatever my next move will, whatever I click on yellow is like the color that's active and it's, it works kind of counterintuitively. So the, the square or whatever, the space that you click on Mm -hmm. is actually the only space that won't fill in with that color. Okay. Um, if that makes sense. And it's not entirely cause not once they start introducing more complicated patterns, it's actually, it actually works in a way where it just kind of radiates out from the shape that you're touching. So like when there's, it doesn't actually fill the whole screen, but when you first start it, it does. Like, there's, yeah, there's like there's an area only... of effects around the thing you're clicking that's going to change. Exactly, it's like anything that's like touching the borders of what you're clicking on. Yeah, will turn into that color, and then as the puzzles get more and more complex, you're like overlapping certain colors. And it actually, the game has like a great sense of humor. Like after they introduce, like I think it, I think it does start with yellow, and then it goes red. And then blue, and then they're like, and now green. And then I was like, oh no, actually, it's just white. <laughs> and like, just like, I was like, oh shit, they're gonna throw like secondary colors in here. This is gonna get crazy. Um, but no, it does stick at least for that mode, just to those colors for the most part. But Save then it for the sequel. 
Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's kind of just the first game mode, or at least the first one that I chose. You can play it in any order that you choose. Um, And then the second game mode is more like, it's still the same kind of designs and patterns, like where it's split up in that same Frank Lloyd Wright-esque geometric uh, structure or whatever, or Mm. layout. But like the lines are more treated like road roadways or pathways. And then you'll click on like a dot that's on like any of the endpoints of any of those lines. And then it will travel like it'll basically travel until it hits an intersection. And then if the intersection is uh, red, it'll turn to the right. If it's white, it'll turn to the left. Oh, geez. And it's kind of like it's really hard to like visualize at times. Like they have like a magnifying glass that you can click on that then like shows the arrows, which will like indicate which way it's turning. But again, you can hit these points from one of four directions in a lot of cases. So like the arrows, e- even with the arrows, it almost like it helps, but it almost makes it more confusing. Yeah. In some cases you're like clicking and like, okay, I got to like start here. And then I got to hit like, you know, the first time they introduce it, you just have to hit one like right turn or whatever. But sometimes you have to hit like, you know, you're chaining like four or five of them in a row Shoot. and then they start introducing like, do you lose your almost, sense of place? Like when you're trying to make those turns, when you're magnified in like that? Well, the, the magnification, it's it, that's just the logo or like the symbol that you click on. It doesn't okay. actually zoom in per Got se. It. it just kind of, it just shows these arrows that, uh, but it, but it, it, you do a little bit lose your sense of place, but there's, there's no real punishment on yeah. any of this stuff. Like there, there's a par on each stage in the sense of like, like all of the puzzles in the first mode are definitely done in the way that when you're clicking through the colors, like basically once you get through one cycle of the colors, you should be able to complete the puzzle. Okay. Um, and it will cycle through again, but at that point you're all, it's almost better to just restart because it's, they're mm. almost designed to be done in that certain number of moves. But at the same time, I do think the puzzles are procedurally generated because oh. I did, like booted up just to test it out before the stream real quickly and like played the first like three or four quick puzzles. And like when I played it on the stream, they were a little bit different. They were like basically the same, but the lines were definitely in different places. Oh, that's cool. So it's, yeah, it's definitely not like, Oh, you just memorize these puzzles and you kind of get the hang of it. And I still felt like at least in that first and in that second section, I felt like I was still kind of learning the ropes. Cause like, uh, I was just getting to a part in the second section where like they introduced like almost like a snake mechanic where like, or it was like traffic essentially. So like once you sent like a car and they're, they're just a square, I'm calling it a car, but it's literally just like a square on the screen. But once you send it down a path, like it like blocks off that path and you can't like, it'll be like a, it'll be like a new wall essentially. So you'll have to like weave a path that will like leave a trail behind you that will then allow your car or whatever, your little dot to stop on the right point that you need to get it to like, the exit or whatever. So you, in some cases you're doing it in a certain order. And then the last mode of the game, which was like the least gamey of them all. Like it was, it was actually not like there was a little bit, it was basically just like a top down maze where you're just like navigating and you actually don't use the cursor for this. You use like the keyboard wazd uh, keys to just navigate up, down, left or right. Okay. And you're just basically getting to a various uh, set of intersections and collecting these dots along the way. And there's like the only gaminess comes from like you, you can hit dead ends and like, oh, I got to find my way, but there's no punishment whatsoever of any kind. There's no par, there's no time limit. And you're every like little dot you collect is just a letter. And then after you complete like a couple screens, it just kind of gives you a little like almost like a braid esque narrative where okay. it's like um, not not in that same style, but like where it's, you know, you don't necessarily know what it's talking about per se, but it has that kind of like, you know, meditative. Yeah. Experience to it. But I, that great. ended up being. 
yeah, it ended up being my favorite part of the game. Like I, I ended nice. up like during the stream, I was just like sitting there in silence <laughs> practically and just like, man, this is really cool. It almost had like a, yeah, a little bit of that like flower vibe. Even. Yeah. Like it, you know, things start getting rainier and like this fisheye lens starts zooming in, you know, like the, it's just like nice. a really, really stylish game. Uh, even in the other games where you are controlling with the cursor like or the other modes, like you have this like big, like kind of wiggly hand that kind of waves across the screen when you're like clicking on stuff it just like it just got really great presentation and even like a little bit of that like ape out vibe to the soundtrack uh nice. where like when you click on stuff it does like a little like like little drum fills it's and like it's got like a re- yeah oh it's it's just such a stylish game yeah um yeah it's again it, it kind of caught my eye i feel like i've been waiting for it for a long time i'm kind of surprised that it's just coming out now but at the same time, you can really tell that this has been like a labor of love that has been polished to every degree. Like it's it's just a a really lovingly put together package. Nice. Um, and I, w- I was really impressed. It's like 10 bucks. Um, we were lucky enough to get the developer. To, they sent a copy our way to check it out. Yeah. Um, and I was <laughs> more than happy to. Um, but yeah, it's 10 bucks and I think it's available on PC and then also on like mobile platforms as well. OK, nice. Um. Yeah, and then on on that note, I also dove into. I, I haven't been playing much of this, but I've really in that just like relaxing mode. I've been playing this game, Townscaper, which is actually from one of the developers that uh, worked on um, uh, Bad North. And okay. you can sort of see the influence, at least in the style of this, is like way more cutesy and colorful. Yeah. Um, but basically, you're just like using your cursor. There's no game to this at all. You're just kind of like crafting a, a little like islands or little towns on these floating. You basically just start with this blank canvas that's just like the ocean in the middle. Like there's nothing. There's just absolutely nothing until you click somewhere on the water and then it builds like a little piece of land that like if you keep clicking on that and there's like there's just like a palette of maybe 12 or 15 colors on the left side. And then when you click, if you click like on top of that uh, little patch of land, that'll just start building upwards and you can just keep clicking and, you know, you can make it it won't be like a lighthouse per se. Cause you don't, you can't like pick what gets built. It just kind of keeps like crafting on top of the next thing, but like yeah. you can rotate the camera around and like click so you can build off to the side. So like right now I was, I was just like kind of building like just these kind of like tall interconnected bridges that then like lead to another area where these, these little group of houses over here. And it's just like a really relaxing, like, I've been just kind of like, again, like after I apply for some jobs, yeah, I still like have some coffee left over if I'm not like fully, you know, awake yet, if you will. I'm just kind of like playing this game, putting on a podcast in the background or, and just kind of noodling around. It's just, I don't even think there's really much music. It's just, but it does have really satisfying, like sound design. Like nice. every time you click and place something or oh, yeah. it, it basically you just left click to place or right click to remove, uh, but it's yeah, it's just really satisfying, especially if you like do a whole patch of like something and then you're like, yeah, you know what? I don't actually like that. There's yeah. like an undo button and you can just click that a bunch of times and like the little sound effect it makes when it's like taking stuff away, especially if it's a spot that like was built in the water, like the little like sploosh that it makes. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. It's just like a really satisfying game. And then just like the little surprise of like, what is it going to build? Because it is kind of out of your control. Yeah. Like sometimes like, oh, I build this here and like. Sometimes it might build a little like almost like a steeple at the top or like a, you know, an angled roof. And sometimes it's like a rounded roof. And sometimes it's but it's all based on like this like grid that everything's connected to. I don't know. It's like a really mesmerizing experience for being like kind of a nothing experience. But this game's only like five bucks. 
That's great though. And like, it kind of reminds me of just like screwing around in like a sim game, like yeah, a Sims yeah. game or a Sim farm or Sim city or whatever. Like if like, obviously there were goals if you wanted them to those games, which you like most people just had fun dicking around in the environment. And it seems like yeah. they just kind of turned that into its own experience. And that's the main purpose of this. And that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, that's a great comparison actually, yeah. and and this one was on uh, Xbox Game Pass is how I was oh, playing cool. it. I, I was playing it on uh, the PC version, but it is on consoles as well. I played it just for like a quick second on uh, my Xbox One. Yeah, and I just felt like I was like, ah, it really needs the mouse control okay. in my opinion, or at least it just felt so much snappier sure. to like whip around and especially once I I think I mentioned this before we started recording but like I I moved the keyboard at one point when I was playing and then it moved the camera like mm-hmm. I was like oh you can actually shift the camera even more like as I thought you could just click the mouse and like drag it around and kind of whip the camera around right but like it, almost like yeah you'd like click and then scroll and drag it around kind of but you can on top of that use WASD to like you know, control the camera up, down, left, right, and kind of pan around the landscape. So mm-hmm. you can really make like as little, there's even, it's funny, like, you know, we talked about Wordle a couple weeks ago and there's even like, so I don't know how you incorporate this, but there's some kind of way to like download a thing where it'll like incorporate, it'll build your Wordle result into a townscaper like landscape oh. using like the using the color layout of like the houses. And it's like, use this as like a starting point for your next uh, townscaper, you know, plaza or whatever you want to call it so that's great it's it's a really cool game and i believe it's still in early access too so like i i do think there's technically like stuff still being added from time to time but um for the most part at least for now it's like it's kind of just like a an interactive screensaver in a way you know but it's it's which it's is cool. Fine. I'm really having a good time with it. It's yeah. like really good when I don't know what to play or like I I really want to be more focused on the podcast maybe that I'm listening to, not just passively listening to it or watching something. Right. You know, it's like it helps like, oh, I'm I'm kind of passively playing this game as opposed to playing this game and passively doing something else. So. That's a good point, too, because I feel like, you know, I think I'm a person that, you know, likes to listen to a lot of podcasts. But what I really end up liking is just having uh voices speaking in the background while I'm actually actively trying to do something else. And I'm not able to actively really listen to the podcast at that same time most of the time. Right. So a game like this would actually let you kind of lean into listening to a podcast and just kind of dicking around otherwise, you know, with the thing that's, you know, you're playing with. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's pretty much exactly what I've been using it for. It's been been great. It's been nice because, yeah, I have that same problem as you and especially uh, we're, we have, uh, Kevin Cole on the podcast coming up soon. And like, I, when I talked to him, he edits podcasts as well. And we were talking about the same thing. Like, oh, the most frustrating part about working on a podcast is like, you can't listen to other podcasts <laughs> while you're doing that. And then on top of that, having the problem of like, yeah, playing the game and getting more absorbed in that. And like, oh, I kind of want to be, you know, obviously when I'm playing a game for the first time, I want to really experience the game. But if it's like, I'm playing rocket league or something, yep. I just kind of want to have some noise in the background, but I end up getting absorbed enough in the mechanics of rocket league that yep. I'm not really listening to the story or no. whatever's happening on the podcast. But yeah, with townscaper, I'm pretty much fully absorbed in the podcast and the, the, you know, it's just keeping me busy, keeping my hands busy. So that's great. It's really cool game. Really awesome. Aesthetic can't recommend it enough and i'm i'm really curious to see if they add you know what they might add to the you know whole game as it goes on i guess yeah um but another thing i'm really curious about is uh your latest experience with uh another nintendo first party title what that's have you right. been uh, playing these days randall 
Mario Party Superstars, which yes. just came out at the re- recently, kind of end like, of last year, end of twenty twenty one, right before the holidays, right? Yeah. yeah. And you know, I I've talked about the previous game, the first game that came out on Switch, uh, uh, Super Mario Party, on the podcast many moons ago. Uh, yeah. And I, and I at that point I bemoaned some things about it that I thought generally it like was a pretty good experience, but like why is there no online play in this thing? And you know why? You know yeah. they only had like a few boards. You know all they'd have to do is just add a few more and whatever, and it wouldn't take too much for this to be like a really great Mario Party experience, right? Yeah. So. Now, uh, Mario Party Superstars comes out, the second Mario Party for Switch, and it it is basically what I think a lot of Mario Party aficionados have been craving forever, which is basically just like, okay, take the original Nintendo 64 games, put together the best, you know, highest rated yes. basically mini games from those games. Yes. Uh, just use, you know... A handful of boards, you know, remastered for this new experience from those games again and, you know, add online play and call it a day. And that's that's exactly what they did. Um, and it's great. Like it, there's so many quality of life options to this, too. Like you can. Yeah. I mean, you've you've been able to set number of turns and CPU settings for a while. Like, you know, my copy of Mario Party 3 lets me adjust a lot of those things. Right. But yeah, in this game, you know, you got all the stuff where you can actually speed up the the con- the computer characters so that you're not sitting at the screen, staring at the screen, watching them do whatever the hell boneheaded moves they're doing for, you know, five minutes at a time sitting yeah. in the item shop or whatever. Like, yeah, <laughs> you yeah it have, can be tedious for sure. Yes, it can. And like, I, you know, if you're go- I'd, I'd argue if you're going into a Mario Party experience, you have to be willing to accept a certain level of bullshit, regardless of the quality of life <laughs> improvements. You just kind of yeah. have to know what you're getting into. Yeah, you get you got to watch out for the happening star, let alone everything else that might happen during the game. Absolutely. And, you know, and like everybody else, I'm a big fan of those Nintendo 64 Mario Party games, maybe less so the first one for the sake of destroying controllers. But uh, (laughs) none of those mini games made it into this, of course, the ones that would destroy your hands. uh, I can't even imagine a Joy-Con. (laughs) Joy-Con would just be done for. So I actually did. I've played this a few times with Tina, um, and that's been really cool. Although, disappointingly, I'll say I just my brain is still in like DS 3ds mode where I'm like, Oh, we own a copy of this game. I should be able to share like with you. And like, we could play off of one copy and you could do like a download thing. But of course it doesn't work that way on switch. Oh yeah. You do, you have to have two copies of it or at least I couldn't find a way to do it otherwise. And I'm like, shit. Well, that kind of shows Nintendo th- views the switch as more of like a home console uh, you know, thing as opposed to a, a portable, as it were, compared to DS and 3DS, where you could do download play for multiplayer on a lot yeah. of those games during those eras, right? Yeah, so, even the big one, like yeah, you know, my, basically any game that like kind of had a a multiplayer mode, kind of as a core part of the game. You know, yeah. Mario Kart. I think Metroid Prime Hunters had it. Yeah, like a uh, pretty much all of them. Yeah, a lot of those games did, and it was always so cool. Um, yeah the mario the mario party ds did and we played that a lot because of that yeah um but 
Uh, yeah, unfortunately, despite having two switches, because I got that Switch OLED before Metroid Dread came out, like, like oh, yeah. shit, like, I'm not going to buy a whole separate copy of Mario Party Superstars just to do this. Uh, you know, I guess we'll just play it on the TV. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it's it's great. It, it does. It, like, everything's been fine-tuned based on, I, it feels like, the feedback of people that have been enjoying Mario Party for so long. Like, it's really snappy. All of the games are fun. Um, all the characters are fun. You can, like have your little annoying like catchphrases happen during other players turns, which is, you know, a necessity and, and a lot of fun as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Oh yeah. Um, it's got online play. Like I said, even though I haven't tried that yet, I'm glad that it's there because it had to get patched into super Mario party. And that was like two years plus like, down yeah, the line. years down the line. Yeah. I'm like son of a bitch. This thing's dead now. Like y'all waited too long. Like, and they've also just been doing I, I haven't played a lot of the newer Mario parties, but I know they've been like because I remember like the one on Wii U, like they they did the thing where like the fifth player could be Bowser playing yeah. on the Wii U gamepad. And like in theory, that sounded cool, but I heard it was kind of a bust. And then, yeah, I, I just feel like they've been trying some like they did that other one where um like everybody kind of moves around the board together <laughs> in, in like a, a car ship or whatever. Or I like never a, played yeah, that one. I never played. I, I even <laughs> like that one. I just saw a little clip of mm. that happening and I was like, nope, <laughs> not even I'm not no. even giving this. This one, I'm not even entertaining. This is not giving the essence this one a of Mario Party. Yeah, but the fact that again, like this seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. Like it almost seems like Mario Party. Like there's there are times with like certain Nintendo series, I almost feel like they should just like make a Smash or make a Mario Kart or yeah. make, and then just be like DLC from that, that point forward. Like exactly, make more courses. Cool. Yes, you know this game like, could be a platform for them yeah. to sell me DLC because it does. And I will say it only has five uh, boards, but I would also argue that the boards aren't really the point of Mario party as much as the mini games are. Right. Right. Uh, and, and ultimately I'm willing to play boards multiple times and it looks pretty actually. I'm like pretty impressed with how this game looks on the switch. Like, and that's coming from someone that's playing on a 4k TV and playing a lot more Xbox series X these days than switch. And I'm like, right, oh, this right. game looks good. Like I'm, I'm pretty impressed with it. Um, so I, I really don't have that many complaints and I even played, uh, my eight bit dough controller wasn't charged up. The battery died on it. So I had to play on like one joy con and I let, uh, Tina use the pro controller and I really didn't have that hard of a time just using like a single joy con. Um, and to, that's saying something yeah. is for certain games that can be like Mario Kart even can be pretty tough yeah. to like with doing all the, you know, tight steering and stuff. It's just like, man, this is, this is, can get a little crampy yeah. pretty quick, but with Mario party, yeah, it's a little more lax. The games, you know, there's, there's an ebb and flow to the gameplay. Yeah. So it feels, it just feels really streamlined. It feels like they're really just like playing the hits here and they, they listen to the feedback and it just works and I'm pretty pleased, and I'd be even more pleased uh, if they continue to add more to it. I, I hope it did well enough uh, to to warrant that because, you know, I think this is a really good package. It's a really good foundation at the very least. Yeah, and that's been their track record as of late. You know, even with like with Mario Tennis, they added some stuff. With yeah. Mario Golf, they've added some stuff, which unfortunately hasn't made the game any better. But <laughs> um, but that's that's sort of been their track record these days, though, is like kind of putting out the game and like, giving it a, a, a couple more like little jolts of life or something. I don't know if yep. they're trying to like get a little more longevity out of the, you know, get a little boost after the main launch window or something, but yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I It seems perfectly fit for that because, yeah, that does seem a little bit considering how much they have to pick from, even though, like you said, boards, the boards aren't the main reason you're coming to Mario Party. Right. They do, especially like picturing some of those 64 boards or, or even so there's none of the GameCube stuff in, in there at all. I, no, it seems like it's just the Nintendo 64 stuff. Um, but the well, so it does seem like some of the some of the mini games came from the entire series. Uh, okay. But the the boards were just from the 64 games because there's actually when you are setting up the the multiplayer game, it lets you choose quite a bit for your own experience. Like besides the number of turns and CPU difficulty, you can also pick from some pre-select like, like categories of mini games where you could do like all mini games or just skill mini games, just Nintendo 64 mini games, just oh. I think GameCube mini games was another option like off the top of my head. But there was like okay. six different options you could pick there to kind of like curate your own experience. I always just picked all mini games because they're all in my experience been really good yeah especially yeah if it's already a you know a hand-picked cream yeah. of the crop as it is but i do like the idea of like because like we were saying before like see, there is a, a certain level of bullshit that comes oh, into every round of mario party yes. so if you are trying to play like a little more seriously yes you know you could be like hey let's play us all skill mini games yeah, or whatever you could. Or, or make sure it yeah, I don't know if this is an option, but I'm I'm guessing maybe there's an option to make sure it's like never team mini games or something like that. Make Ooh, sure it's always that's a like good point. every everyone for themselves or something. That seems like it would be in that there or not, because that's always like if two players land on red instead of. Yeah, the, I guess the blue that's part of the game. Whatever, yeah, that's part it, of like the, the chance and the balance yes. of the game. Yeah. Or the 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 unbalanced. But like, that's the point of it. Yes. Guess, you know, um, yes. But yeah, that's that, you know what the other one question I guess I have. Although yeah. I, I don't know how, if you've played enough, but like in the later Mario Party games, like what I loved about the '64 ones was like I felt like in the final three stars of the game, they would it would always be the mini game star, the coin star, yeah. and then I think it would be the happening star. So that was like the one kind of lucky one for landing yeah. on the most green spaces. And maybe they added in something else, but like once they got to the Wii versions, it was just like whoever sucked the most and whoever like it was just like the most random and it was there was like five or six different things so it'd be like whoever yeah. like lost the most it, it wasn't like yeah so if it felt like in the past in the in the 64 ones at least like when i would play with my friends it was like i was pretty good at the mini games back in the day it was me oh, and my yeah. one me too me and my one friend would compete for like the mini game and the coin star every time so even if i was like getting screwed on the board the whole time like boulders chasing me off the path baby bowser you know fucking with me left and right it's like no matter what i was like i think i can count on if i can pull it together if i you know if i can play well i can at least count on two stars at the end of this game yep and in the wii versions it was like oh it's you can't count on anything it's all a (laughs) crapshoot so what have you how do you feel in this version have you have you been able to tell any difference or have you had you noticed that in the past yeah, I mean, there's still like, you know, at the end of the game, after the last turn, you know, they, they throw out those those additional stars, which always like swings the fortunes, right? And the, the player like massively. in first rarely ends up winning the thing because of those other bonus stars. And yeah. like off the top of my head, I think like so you'd still have like who had the most coins or whatever would get it, which... You know, there's some luck there, but there's also potentially some skill there because some of those mini games could give you a lot of coins by your skill 
Yeah, um, and theoretically, if you're yeah. winning a lot of mini games, you're getting more coins. So yep. you can you can theoretically aim for that at least. And if you're using your items properly to go around the board, you could theoretically like more strategically you know aim for certain spaces on the board to get to to get more coins or whatever because there's like yeah. bank spaces where people pass and have to pay in but if you land right on it you get all the coins or you know you right, end up right. on a lucky space and you have the opportunity to get like 15 17 coins in one go um but yeah you get like who has the most coins um i think there is like who lands on the lucky space the most or whatever that sort of stuff and yeah. uh, like who moves the least, I think was one of them. I think they, it seemed like it was kind of random, you know, or, you know, typically I'm not, you know, I'm, I might've been drinking and not paying a total amount of attention to like what the bonus stars were by the time we got to the end. But like, it seems like there was a little bit of randomness too to which things they put the criteria on for that, you know, that session. Yeah. So, but yeah. It's it's ultimately you kind of go in knowing, yeah, you're just playing Mario Party. You're you're probably not going to win, but it's it's the fun you had along the way. Yeah. And it sounds like it's the it's the perfect like situation where it's like, yep, they pretty much just took the old game, souped them up to like modern standards, yeah. added all the quality of life stuff and basically yeah. just made it a game that you can you can play the old game, have all the nostalgia without any of the frustration, yes. at least without most of the frustration, which I'm all for that kind of stuff. That's all I ever days. wanted. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll take that all day. That's again, that's what we just said. We wish the last Mario party yeah. would have been. So yeah, they it, added the they online play to that and it's great. Yeah. And they honestly could have done this about six Mario parties ago. Yeah, you know, they, they, yeah. they really don't need to keep innovating this series. Just, yeah. get, I mean, like at some point you do need to introduce some new mini games, but at like, you know, that, that's all you need to do. Nintendo's <laughs> a little hard headed with that sort of stuff though. They always feel like they need to add a new spice to it when they yep. don't necessarily have to see star Fox, see, you know, a bunch of other, a lot of even way. Mario strikers, you know, the, yeah. the first one, the Paper simplicity Mario. of the first. Yeah. Yeah. That game, yeah. Man. Uh, yeah. I guess we could just probably name their, their whole, their whole catalog. Oh man. But uh, that's that's good to hear, though, because I that's one of the games that like when I th- I know I've mentioned on the podcast, like playing games online with my cousins back in uh, yeah. and his kids and stuff back in Michigan. So that would be like something if I know they have that and they're into Mario Party, I mm-hmm. would definitely scoop that up. And for that matter, with you and Tina. So, oh, yeah, yeah, it, it would be fun. It's it's it would be very good for that. It's what I've yeah. wanted them to do for, yeah, like a decade at this point since the technology has been available. Yeah, since it, well, yeah, like we've said before, Nintendo's still figuring out the Internet, so <laughs> they're <laughs> they're they're coming a long way. But, yeah, it feels it feels good knowing that you can play a Nintendo game and theoretically connect with people without too much issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to give a couple quick shout outs as well for some more games that I actually played on stream recently. And I, nice. I just wanted to squeeze this first one in since John's not here because he and I can never seem to agree on uh, Metroidvanias these days <laughs> or not these days, any days. Uh, but this was like this was just very clear. I'm, I'm half kidding, but like this was definitely a Metroidvania that was clearly made like for me, just like really bite sized. The game's called Trash Quest. And actually, the developer just recently joined our discord. Nice. Uh, so it's been cool. They've actually been posting some stuff that they've been working on for trash quest 2 um which it looks like they're adding like a skateboard into the mix which is not in the first game at all but like some of that they're showing off some like rail grinding and stuff in the also like, very clips much that up been kevin's alley yes 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 <laughs> very much up my alley and it's got like the game just has like a really really great um like game boy kind of color palette aesthetic uh. like it's not game boy it's it's 
it's not one bit, you know, it's got like a few more splashes of color, but every zone kind of has its own color palette as you cool. uh, move around and whatnot. And everything's just like, I don't know, there's just like a really cool like tail behind the character and you play as this like raccoon. It's like a run and gun platformer. And there's nice. just like a really good mix of like, you know, some light puzzle solving, some uh, precision platforming, but nothing too crazy. You get like a couple different like energy tanks that allow you to like, uh, either double jump or like later on you get like the ability to like hold down a button where you can kind of like hover in place in midair uh, and then you get like a jetpack later on so you can actually like control yourself while you're in Ooh, midair nice um, but it's just like I think the game only took me like an hour and a half to rip through nice. it's only like three bucks I think it may it might be like five bucks on switch I was playing on steam but I don't know I just had a lot of fun <laughs> ripping through it it was like one of those games like as soon as I got into the groove with it I was right away just like, I'm going to beat this game. Like I kind of had a feel like you could kind of feel the scope of it right away. And like, I don't know, just had some really pumping chip tunes, really great. uh, The pixel art, like, I don't know. And just the level of challenge was just right on that, right on that cusp where it like feels satisfying, but never frustrating. Yeah. Um, Which is a a fine line to walk. Like I'm definitely, again, for like three bucks, it's hard not to recommend anything that feels like this polished and good. Right. Um, The boss battles were really tough too. Like that was probably the only time I like kind of hit a wall where I was like, oh man, this is, (laughs) this is tricky here. Um, But I shouldn't say a wall. Like it wasn't that hard. Obviously the game only took me like an hour and a half or so, but there's definitely still a few like secrets. I'm sure I could go back for if I'm trying to hundred percent everything. Um, but I'm really kind of looking forward to it because I'm assuming like the sequels maybe going to ramp up. I, I didn't necessarily expect a sequel, but now that I know it's in development, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely curious to play more. Of this is especially if you're throwing in some rail grinding, Hell yeah. and, you know, fast paced movement to the mix because it already had. Yeah, just every everything just felt really snappy, really responsive, really intuitive. Um, yeah, just it was just a really fun game, like one of those that I was just right away. I'm going to play through this right now and have a great time with it. Trash um, quest. Yeah, good stuff. Nice. And then uh, the other game I wanted to give a shout out to as well uh, is a game called Upsquid. Um, and if the name kind of sounds like a play on words in a way, it's it, it is kind of like I, I heard somebody call it upside down well. And it kind of <laughs> is sort of that like it very much like the main there's a few different palettes, but it very much has that black, white and red yeah. color palette. And you play as this squid that you're controlling and it was originally developed for uh, a game jam. It was Ludum Dar 34 and I think they're coming up on Ludum Dar 50 now. So it's like this was developed quite a while ago. I think they do two or three of those every year. Nice. Um, but the theme was uh, two buttons. Uh, and so the, the entire game controls with just the left and right uh, either on your keyboard. You can actually use the mouse, you know, left and right click. I was using a controller with the uh, uh, left and right shoulder, uh, actually the triggers. Uh, for whatever reason, I kind of like the extra responsiveness on those 8-bit dough, like ZR, ZL, oh. L2, whatever, like the triggers, like that little extra like springiness yeah. for the way this game controls. Because basically, so you start out the game like to, you basically just start at the very bottom of this like ocean basically and it's like an endless arcade game you're just trying to get as high of a score as you can get and like you hit both buttons to start the game and it just kind of launches your squid straight up and then you get like four you can basically you just hit left or right to like kind of angle your squid you know if you if you hit left it turns counterclockwise if you hit right it turns clockwise okay and then as soon as you let go of the button then you'll launch in the angle that you're you know, facing in or whatever. And it'll only let you turn like 180 degrees. Like you can't go downwards. So you're always trying to go up. And then like, once you, once the movement, 
once you start moving upwards, like the camera is kind of panning up. It's almost I'm kind of like picturing like a loco roco type of control a little bit there that way. Like sort of leaning in a direction with a button and then you're letting go and springing off of that. Yeah, yeah. It, like you're not in control of the world like you are yeah. like, controlling the angle of the character. But yeah, it does have that like launch. Yeah. It, yeah, it is like it, it is like the action is happening when you're releasing the button. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it does have a little bit of that feel. That's interesting. I was just thinking about that game recently. Actually, that game. music is so oh, good. Oh, it's amazing. And the, the music in this game is great, too. It only has one track, but like that just kind of loops the whole time. Yeah. But it's really, really great. Nice. Um, And it just like everything about it, like a, like every I think it's might be every thousand meters or even maybe even every hundred meters, but like or maybe 500, whatever it is, there's like, you know, little indicators that show like how far you're progressing. And like when you do, if you are able to make it and like get set a new high score for yourself, there's like a dotted line that like you like kind of smash through it almost like it's like a glass, like nice barrier when you That's break your cool. high score. And it's like new high score, just like really juicy and satisfying. Um, and it, I did, I was able to look back at like what the original like jam version looked like. And it's, re- it still looked like a really fun, cool game, but like definitely like, uh, the developer had mentioned, like uh, the, this game's only three bucks by the way, too. It's only on itch.io at the moment, but I was asking him and he see, he was, I actually met him in the punk cake discord. Nice. Um, and he was like, Hey, it seems like you like my kind of games. You want to check this out? I was like, Oh yeah, yeah this looks so much my style. <laughs> um, and uh yeah and downwell is also three bucks i was like i feel like he was like influenced by downwell on like every level of this game but he told me he was like planning on potentially depending on how well it does like maybe adding more stuff to the game but he really wanted he's like i really liked how it played to begin with and i just wanted to give it that like extra layer of polish and it it really has that like it's one of those games that like i'm kind of playing like in the same way that I'm playing Townscaper, but when I want to be like a little more engaged, yeah, because because it is like a mechanic that I'm fully paying attention to the game, but because there is just like that one song, I'm not necessarily like, oh, I'm, you know, I don't need to like have the music all cranked up at all times if I'm doing something else or whatever. But it's really been like the perfect game for just firing up for like a run or two. Right. Um, the runs can be pretty short, pretty long, but like basically, I didn't even really get into the mechanics because basically, you have like four bursts that you get like. What there's like these you're basically trying to chain a combo um, and hit these like enemies or they're they're just kind of like little blobs. They almost look like little Metroids. Okay, you're basically trying to hit those after you've used like your four like bursts, then you can just kind of like swim back and forth. But you're kind of like floundering a little bit. You know, you're like doggy paddling Mm -hmm. and you're underwater. So it's not doggy paddling. But, you know, you're just like you don't when you let go of the button, you just like you're just like kind of propelling yourself a little bit. You don't yeah. get that like burst when you let go of the button. So you kind of have to like quickly uh, move between the left and right buttons to kind of swim. You're, you're kind of more naturally swimming, I guess. But then as soon as you hit another like Metroid thing or bomb, then your uh, like burst re or your four uh, boost recharge or whatever. And then if you're able to chain enough of those together, uh, on top of just getting like a combo, keeping a combo going, once you fill the meter up at the top, you're able to activate a boost, which once you hit both uh, buttons again at the same time, yeah. then you're like in boost mode, which once you're in boost mode, you're basically just like constantly just moving like you don't have you're just steering Ooh, nice. at that point. And then but you you're able to still keep hitting those Metroid. They're not Metroids. Obviously, they're just other squids or whatever. Yeah. Jellyfish or whatever the heck they are. But they blow up. 
And like when they blow up, that, that keeps filling up your burst meter, or your boost meter. So like you really can basically keep that going for as good as you are at the game. You can just keep it going for as long as you want. Like my high score is something like 6,000. I was playing a stream of this and Dylan, our buddy uh, who's in the discord and makes games of his own. Uh, but he picked it up and he's like, oh, I just hit 20,000. Oh, I just hit 25,000. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. And uh, Will, the developer, was like, do I need to make this game harder? Because he, <laughs> he was hanging out in the stream as well. Like, I might need to add some more to, like, the late game or something. Um, but, yeah, it's just really cool. And another nice touch of it is, like, even though it is a relatively tough game and, like, it, you know, you're shooting for high scores and whatnot. Yeah. Um, it's not like uh, it's not punishing in the way, like. It, when you get hit, it's not an instant death or anything like you can get hit and it's more of like you just get stunned for a second. And in a lot of cases, you will get hit and like you'll get stuck in the can you know, the camera will scroll past you and you're you're done for anyways. But if you're in enough open space, like it, you don't feel like if you make a mistake, you're totally done for, you know, nice. you feel like you can kind of get your way out of it. But I don't know. This is just like one of the games like when I'm not quite in the mood to play Scavenger of Duna Mini, which I talked about a few weeks ago, which is like overloading my brain with like 12 mechanics at once it's like this is kind of nice to like still get a little bit of that super engaging like mechanically driven game right like action game but at with the same time input. it's kind of mindless yeah like, yeah like i said like I w- i've actually played quite a few times even though i prefer playing with the gamepad yeah i've played quite a few times just playing with the mouse with the right oh. and left click just because wow. it's kind of nice to like Again, like I like I mentioned with the games at the top of the podcast just like laying back on the recliner hooked up to the tv and the control it is it does get pretty precise so that's why i do prefer to play with the controller and again that springiness of releasing those like zr zl triggers just feels kind of nice but um it feels still pretty good with the mouse too i I prefer that over the keyboard but but either way it works pretty much however you want to play it nice um the only way it really doesn't work is like d-pad because you do kind of have to like at least to start the game you have to hit both at the same time and trigger the boost that wouldn't work Although, yeah. you know what? I, you know what I haven't tried and I thought about while I was streaming, but I never actually tried it. But actually like hitting both trigger buttons to trigger the boost, but then using like the D-pad or the joystick just to steer once you're in True. boost mode. Because I do, I always felt like I was a little bit sloppy when I was trying to steer with the shoulder buttons. So yeah. I, I, I'm going to try that next time. I'm going to see if I can catch up to Dylan's uh, 20,000 score. <laughs> That's not um, a bad idea. Yeah. But yeah, I've I've just really been enjoying this game a lot. I, I can't recommend it enough at three bucks. Like again, it's it it doesn't have quite the like meat and juice that Downwell has. Yeah. Um, you know, that just has so many layers and so much going on, and that's maybe my favorite game of all time. Oh, so yeah. it's hard to hard to compare anything to that. But this this feels like very much like a a very worthy homage uh to the game in a in a way, but well, very much being its own thing. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Really, really fun stuff. And just it's been so cool to like that Punk Cake Discord, which uh, I'm not going to mention any of their games, really. But I that Punk Cake Delicio, we've had Remy on the podcast yeah. um, and I, I just can't recommend their stuff enough. The latest game they're working on is called Shroom Catect, and it looks very much not like their other games. Like it it maybe might not even be an arcadey game. It looks more like Minecrafty, like building around. Wow. You just play as these little cute sh- mushroom characters and like craft out a little mushroom house in 3d it looks like at first i was like this game doesn't look for me but that's how i felt about scavenger of dune and me yeah, that might be that my game. favorite game that's like my favorite game of theirs right now and maybe <laughs> my favorite game period right now like Woo. i'm i can't stop like i did a stream the other night i don't even remember what i played at the beginning because at the end of it i just ended up playing scavenger of mm-hmm. dune and me can't <laughs> pull myself away from that game um 
but yeah, I, that's pretty much, I mean, I know I've just been ranting and raving about a few indie games this week. That's good. I, I've been really having a lot of fun getting back on the streaming stuff, especially like, I think the reason I would kind of get away from it before is because I would like almost plan it. Like I'd be like, Hey, I'm going to play like jump on and play this later. And I'd almost like announce it. Like I was going to do it. And then yeah. I'd be like, spend the whole rest of the day getting stressed out about <laughs> doing it. And now I'm just kind of like jumping it's like an on appointment in, at that point. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or an obligation of yes. some kind where now I'm yes. just kind of like, oh, I'm in the mood to play this right now. Or yeah. like, I'm just in the mood to play some games right now. And like people seem to be around in the discord. So yep. might as well jump on and uh, play some games live. And if people are hanging cool, if not, no biggie, I'm going to play this game anyways. So hell yeah. Been having a lot of fun. And again, it, it even like has been making super Mario world feel fresh. So been a lot of fun getting back in that racket so scratch everything i've ever said in the past about uh, us not doing uh streaming these days and we're back on that racket but subject to change <laughs> always um yeah always subject to change but uh <laughs> anything else uh to chat about this week i was maybe thinking of uh chatting dylan's most recent game but i think we should maybe wait i feel like john or you so somebody else has got to check that game out with me klebu uh craves fruit salad because i want to chat about that game with it's you guys so great name it's yeah, great name, very it. memorable, although I've, I've misspelled it about 12 different times. So, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, really cool game, and yeah, hopefully we'll talk about that at some point, but I played that on a stream recently, too. It was a blast. So. Nice. Um, yeah, I think we could probably wrap up the games talk this week if you're uh, good to call it there, Randall. Yeah, no more video games. Yeah, we're done. We got to get done, uh, wrap this up before the battery dies on your end <laughs> over there. 23 so. minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, we got to be cutting it pretty close here. So, <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh, we'll wrap things up there. And uh, as always, you can find us on the internet uh, at pursuingpixels.com. We're pretty much everywhere on the internet. We've got a, a card page that you can find links to everything that we have. Uh, but yeah, just look up Pursuing Pixels. You'll find us there. And uh, otherwise, we will catch you next week. And until then, take care. Bye-bye. All right, Kevin, I'm cutting it short because yeah, <laughs> I'm no, I, I'm, I feel you there. Yeah. 17 minutes on this battery and it's got the little battery saver icon and it's I've already turned down the brightness and I've closed Chrome and everything else that isn't Skype and this recorder. So it is time to uh, save this file before I lose it forever. <laughs>